<laughs> Welcome back in. It is segment number three, jobbing out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster. We got a great guest this week, Aaron. And your guy, Ring of Honor star, back in ROH. Back home, I guess we could say, for Kenny King, who joins us now here on Jobbing Out. Kenny, it's Glenn and Aaron, man. Thank you for taking the time for us today. No worries, man. Thank you guys for having me. That's uh, that's a blast from the past, that old music there. Yeah, right? I appreciate the laugh. <laughs> right? I was trying to find an old Ring of Honor theme, right? Because like, yeah. now, that, now that you're back home, it just made more sense that way. It does, right? Right? does make sense. You you made your big return this weekend. You uh, reunited with Rhett Titus. The All Night Express is back. What was this weekend like for you, man? Uh, man, I, I tell you, this weekend was amazing, like, from so many different ways, uh, from just walking back into a locker room and, and seeing a bunch of guys that uh, have been really, really busting their butts and really ma- making ROH uh, just grow. And seeing when I, when I was leaving, you know, there were – a lot of those dudes were just young guys just scratching for a spot, you know, now that most of those dudes are main event. So, uh, and then it was just, there's electricity of a ring of honor crowd that you can't really find anywhere else. And anybody that's ever wrestled in front of them knows exactly what I mean. So, you know, there was just so many different things. And then just being able to wrestle next to Red again, uh, and just feel that chemistry, man. Like, it's, it's been a long time since we've been in the ring together, but, um, it, it was really just, it was dead on. It was amazing. Did you have any questions how the fans would react to you coming back and the All Night Express coming back? Well, you know, there's always, uh, you always think the way things are set up and, and the way things are set up were great. Uh, but you always think there's a, a slight chance. Well, you know, man, maybe it's been a while. You know, maybe they wouldn't remember. Maybe maybe the, uh, you know, some of the fans that were behind us back then wouldn't wouldn't be, wouldn't be there. Uh, so it's always in the back of your mind, but, uh, as soon as we hit the, we broke the curtain and the music hit, man, everybody, the reaction was insane and everybody just showed us so much love. Now, Kenny, so this is the important question. How did this happen? Because nobody saw this coming. Uh, well, um, you can always go back home, you know, and, uh, there's, uh, <laughs> how can I say this? Uh, well, I can just say, um, you know, it just it just happened where uh, I, I guess TNA, TNA and I mean, it, there's you know, there's all these speculations. I quit TNA. That never happened. Uh, we didn't come to an agreement on contractually some things and just and just creatively some things. And uh, you know, it was it was a very amiable split. Like you know, I. I I still have the most, the utmost respect for Dixie and Bob and John and everybody that does what they do there. Um, but it just kind of, it was, you know, our, our time had just kind of, you know, run out, I guess. Um, and then just feeling, reaching out to, to the main manhunter and just talking and just kind of seeing what was available and, and, and if this was actually something that could happen and, and, and the more we talked, the more it seemed possible. And as I was talking to Rhett, literally, like right before we broke the curtain, he was like, "Man, I didn't even think, <laughs> I didn't even think this was going to happen." He literally said, "Bro, I thought I was going to die in my sleep." <laughs> so I mean, it just seems like such an unlikely set sequence of events that that fell together perfectly. And you know, it, I love it when a plan comes together. Right, know? right. I love that. All right. So Kenny, it's interesting to me because I feel like once upon a time. 
you go from Ring of Honor to TNA, and it's kind of like jumping from number three to number two. But at the moment, it feels like going from TNA back to Ring of Honor feels like you're jumping back from number three to number two, right? Uh, you know, I, I don't even know if that's even it was if that was even a factor uh, in, in in what I, in my decision. Uh, I wanted to go back to Ring of Honor because one just the people that are there, the roster that is there and the combinations that uh, of people that new brand new combinations of people that uh, to be able to wrestle and, and to be able to have amazing matches with and just wanted to go to a place where I I mean like I said, it's it's something about fans in Ring of Honor, something about the electricity that kinda that speaks to the to the guy that, that loves wrestling, you know. So uh I guess, you know, if I, I felt like maybe I needed a recharge, and I was, that's one of the perfect places to do it. Now, now, when you left Ring of Honor for TNA, it didn't seem like you guys left on the best terms. I know you had said that, you know, they didn't do a very good job of convincing you to stay, and you were tag team champions, uh, or part of the tag team champions when you left. Was there any concern that maybe, you know, you weren't going to be welcomed back, or did you know, you know, I, I think I still have a home here? Uh, you know, the the whole... Kenny King burnt his bridges and, and all of that. That's just media speculation. Like, uh, what always really truly matters is relationships and, uh, the relationships that I'd made, that I'd had in Ring of Honor and maintained. I mean, realistically, out of all of that, there was only one person that doesn't understand the, the terms business to business. And that person's gone. And the relationships that I had previous to, to my departure still, you know, still remain strong. You know, uh, the relationships with, you know, not only Hunter, but Joe Koff, like, you know, the, the, uh, regardless of business, you know, these are guys that I'm, that, that I know as men and, you know, we're, we're friends as men. So, uh, it, it was never, I, I don't feel like there was ever any tension, you know, or, or any, oh, uh, Kenny wouldn't be welcome back. I, I felt, if anything, this weekend, uh, I was overwhelmed by how welcome back I was, and it, and it really, I mean, it really made me feel good. That's great. That's really great to hear. He's Kenny King. He joins us here on Shouting Out, talking about the return to Ring of Honor. I, I want to talk more about what you said about the roster, because I, I'm not trying to take a shot at anyone when I say it feels like going from number three to number two, but you got to feel like what everyone from the outside as a wrestling fan is feeling right now and looking at the product that's coming from Ring of Honor, the change in the TV deal, so it's on Destination America every week. Like it, it just feels like this is sort of the moment for Ring of Honor right now, doesn't it? Uh, more so than ever, I feel. Uh, and and I've been through in Ring of Honor quite a few times where this is the moment, you know, the moment, the moment. The moment was supposed to be Ring of Honor on HDNet. Uh, you know, the moment was supposed to be I guess maybe the instant that we got on to Sinclair Broadcasting. So, and, and that also, you know, that was, that increased Ring of Honor's profile by leaps and bounds, but there's been a couple of those, but this really, I mean, it seems like if, if we can seize the opportunity right now, that is, I mean, it's a very good possibility to, to take that jump out as to that it's territory Ring of Honor has never had before. You know, the serious, serious national and international exposure. You know, Kenny, we have gotten this far in this conversation. Neither Aaron nor I have um, 
Yeah, dog you on the fact that Maryland knocked off South Florida this past Saturday. <laughs> so I think we have to do that because we're a couple of Maryland alums. And um, we don't get to brag about the football team at Maryland much. So take that, Kenny King. Hey, fair enough, man. Uh, I feel like every week someone's taking a shot at me. So I'll, I'll just take it on the chin. Hey, you know, how much for you is, uh, you know, your, your background in football, like how much do you feel as though that has aided you in getting to the point you know, now well into a decade into your career, how much did it help for you to have that football background in in carving uh, out your career as a professional wrestler? There, there's something uh, I don't know what it is, but there's something about playing football and that and and uh, I, and I hate to use the word because it's literally been beaten to death. But before, when it was cool to say the word swagger, uh, there's a certain <laughs> ways about a football player that translates very easily into wrestling. Like when you knock a dude's block off on the field and just that, the, the urge to kind of just let everybody know that you're the alpha male, that translates into wrestling. So that that part, you you know, blending those parts is very easy to me. Uh, physicality, I mean, there's although there's nothing that can prepare you for the physicality and just the, the all-out destruction in your body that pro wrestling uh that is pro wrestling but football is is a pretty easy football and i'd say rugby you know hockey also like just high impact collisions like over and, and continuing to have to keep going um but uh it's just football was very you know was my is, it was always my first love but i don't think that i would still be playing football uh so wrestling i was able to turn wrestling into uh I guess, you know, turn football into my wrestling, if that makes any sense. That definitely makes sense. Uh, speaking of teams, uh, you know, obviously you come back as part of the tag team. In TNA, you were mostly a singles guy. Yes, you were part of the BDC there for a little bit. But even when you were part of that group, you wrestled a lot as a singles wrestler. Which do you prefer, wrestling as a team or wrestling as a singles guy? Oh. Uh, it 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 differs. Uh, I do. I I really like both. Uh, I definitely like that. Uh, I have someone in there to share in the cardio. I can be on the apron and, and you know be pounding the ape, the uh, the turnbuckle while Red's in there doing the heavy lifting. I don't mind that. Um, but you know, as a singles guy, like like I said, it's it's uh, just said about the football thing. Like it's it's more of a spotlight, and it's and it's you man on man and and you know you're doing your best to outdo him and he's doing your best to outdo you but you're both trying to put on you know the best show possible so and you know tag team wrestling is is its own art that's i i got into wrestling because of tag team wrestling like i that was my you know when i first started watching wrestling i liked tag team wrestling above everything so uh there's that tag team wrestling guy in me that is, that's always going to love the story with with two extra guys and, and, you know, and, and how many ups and downs and, and different situations can be created out of that. So, uh, it's 50, 50. I really, I really love, I'd say this, but I really love wrestling and, and tag team wrestling and single wrestling to me is, uh, they both have their, their pros and their cons. Was, was there any thought of having you return just in a singles match or when, when you knew you were going to return, was it always, okay, I want to get back with Rhett? Uh, well, it, it would have been great, you know what I mean? Uh, but it would have just probably just been a one-off, uh, if I would have came back and wrestled, you know, and, and, and I've let this be known in the Ring of Honor management that an AJ Styles-Kenny King match would absolutely happen. But, you know, it would have just been, 
it would have just been that. Um, there's so much story left to tell with the All Night Express. We weren't beaten. We weren't pinned. We weren't submitted. Uh, you know, we had the belts taken from us. So we firmly believe that we're the rightful ROH Tag Team Champions. I mean, so there's so much meat on that bone, so much story left to tell, so many <laughs> fights left to have with the Briscoes and, and the Young Bucks. And, and I mean, just the tag division is insane. Red Dragon, the War Machine. So uh, there's a lot. There's a lot to look forward there to there, and I kind of felt like that was going to give us the most, the best chance to get right in the, mix, the thick of things and jump into the tag division. Uh, you come back into a tag division that most people consider to be the best tag division in the world, and a lot of familiar faces there. You faced the Briscoes this weekend. Of course, you know them. Uh, you guys were feuding with the Young Bucks before you left, but then there's uh, new teams, as you said, War Dragon, uh, or War Machine, Red Dragon, <laughs> and uh, the Kingdom, who are the champs. Are you uh, excited to mix it up with some of these newer teams? Well, yeah. I mean, like I said, that's a perfect example of guys that were, you know, just cutting their teeth in Ring of Honor uh, when I left. Uh, Adam Cole, Matt Taven, and Mike Bennett. I mean, those are three guys that that came in around the same time, uh, and you know. We're just, just like young guys do, man. You got to struggle to find your niche. You got to, you know, find, find that right avenue that you can take to get over in front of the fans. And, uh, and those guys have turned those opportunities into, I mean, success. You know, they've been, uh, tag team champions in Japan. Uh, Ring of Honor tag champions now, kind of, sort of. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, that's, that's, that is a testament to how hard those guys work. They never, they never gave up, and, and those are some of the flag bearers for Ring of Honor right now. Uh, and 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 I'm proud of them for their achievements. You know, that's that's and that and you know, I mean, it's like I said, there's so much more uh, right now that we can that we can offer Ring of Honor as a tag division. Um, winding down here with Kenny King, back in Ring of Honor, and certainly happy to have him there. Uh, Kenny, uh, first one, you obviously went through the tough enough experience. A whole class of kids went through it again this year and fell short. If one of those guys, and I'm thinking about like locally, our guy is Patrick Clark, Maryland Championship Wrestling. If one of those guys were to give you a call and say, hey, man, could use a little bit of advice about like where do I go from here, going through the high of this and then like having to go back to life, what would you tell them? Um, the first part of that, I'm sorry, I've uh, the, the, the guys that were on Tough Enough this year, the, yeah. the experience, just if, if you were to offer them advice about kind of moving on from not getting the contract on Tough Enough, what advice would you give them? Um, you know, <laughs> that's the thing about Tough Enough is, uh, and, I, and I tweeted about it, uh, whether you win, it doesn't mean anything, and when you lose, it doesn't mean anything because what you do after you win or lose tough enough is what defines you as, as, as a contestant and as a wrestler. Um, I didn't take an indie booking for a year after tough enough. I trained. I was, I was, you know, there, I was, there's a school out in Vegas where Nick Bockwinkel and Scott Casey were, were the head trainers and we, and we got into it for a year before I took one indie booking because I didn't want to be, uh, a tough enough contestant trying to, you know, that, that's learning, you know, that, Took a little bit what he learned in his playing wrestler. Like I wanted to be looked at as a pro wrestler from day one. So you have to learn your craft. You have to uh, utilize the exposure that Tough Enough gave you to get booked everywhere that you can. But while you're doing that, also be in the you know 
get your ass in the ring and train. Like, get better. Learn from guys. Find a, find someone in your area that that has a, a you know that's reputable as a name and listen to them. You know, don't listen to the wrong people in the business. I mean, it it, it takes a long time to get good at this, and I, you have a great advantage from tough enough because you're kind of starting in the middle. You know, you have the exposure, national television, you have WWE behind you, so it's a great leap than most guys get that have to start at their local, you know, wrestling school and kind of work their way in. So utilize that, but but don't abuse it. You know, don't be the guy who's on Tough Enough that sucks when they see, when they see him at a show. <laughs> do, do you ever stop to think how different your life would be right now? If you, you were a finalist, if you did get that contract, do you ever stop to think how different your life might be right now? You know what, I think about that often, and I, I uh, well, I, I used to think about that often, and, uh, and now that I think about it, this deep in my career, I, I still feel the same. I don't know if I would have been, and pardon me, but I'm a two on my own horn. I don't know if I'd be uh, as good now, this stage of my career, if I would have won tough enough. Uh, I think that it took me, and sometimes it takes dudes, the 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 experience and the journeyman and having to learn here. And, and I mean, I I honestly believe my first run in Ring of Honor was extremely instrumental in kind of helping me carve out my niche as who I wanted to be and, and you know what 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 kind of wrestler I wanted to be so I kind of feel like I needed to be you know where I'm at and on the path that I'm at it's awesome all right last one for you who is the better Chippendales dancer is it you or is it Chris Farley in the Saturday Night Live sketch oh man uh well I tell you what uh I'll give it to Chris Farley because yeah. that's iconic yeah, right. It's iconic. I mean, you'll, you'll always watch it. We'll watch that, you know, 25, 30 years from now. Uh, so definitely won't be watching me do that 25, 30 years from now. <laughs> hey, man, this is this has been awesome. Where can we find you? Uh, give me Twitter, Instagram, website, the whole rundown. Uh, the Twitter and the Instagram are the same. They are at Kenny King PB2. Uh, it's for Pretty Boy Pitbull. If you don't ask me, that's usually the first thing people ask me. Is that for peanut butter? No, it's not for peanut butter. <laughs> PB2. Pretty Boy Pitbull, at Kenny King, PB2. You can always get me out, uh, either Twitter or on Instagram if you need me. Very good. Hey, Kenny, we are uh, thrilled to have you back in Ring of Honor, particularly because Ring of Honor does a hell of a job of coming through Baltimore an awful lot. So we know. Oh, yeah, this is true. Yeah, we know we're going to get to see you again here real soon. Uh, congratulations on uh, being back thank there, and thank you for taking the time for us, man. Thank you so much. I just want to also say thanks to all the fans that are in San Antonio and everywhere else because the love has been incredible. It's been so much positivity about my return, and uh, and I can't wait to see you guys on in each one of your cities and and show you that A and X is really back.